call me Dr. Jones, known as the Night Tripper. Got my satchel of grease in my hand. Dig me tripping up and back down to buy you. I'm the last of the best, they call me the Greedy Man. Hello. Got many clients. What's up? Come from miles around. Hey, everybody. Running down my prescription. How we doing? It's me. It's me. It's that motherfucker, Jody B. And I'm running late. Welcome to the Po' Boys Podcast. Um, coming at you officially on a Monday morning at 12.30 a.m. Uh, this week uh, really got away from me, guys. I normally will go through the effort to have a guest. And I thought I had some, some plans laid. Not saying that they were concrete, but I, I had a few that I thought were going to work out, and they didn't. And in the last two days, I have probably bugged 20 different people about, hey man, you think maybe you could come and, and do a spot? I really wanted to get a podcaster, because it's podcast month, motherfucker. I'm trying to help spread the love, and... uh Unfortunately, I didn't have a lot of luck. So, I uh, I got my wife. My wife. My wife. Everybody does that now. I think it's hilarious just to, to scream at somebody every time they say my wife. And you go, my wife. Miss <laughs> uh, Mandy B. A.K.A. Miss Big Booty. I think it's funny. That's a two chains line. If if you hadn't caught that uh, from the birthday song, and it was she got a big booty, so I call her Big Booty. That's how the whole thing started because my wife has a big old booty. And then I heard him say in another song, "I got it saved in my phone and the big booty." And so now that's in my wife. Her number in my phone is Big Booty. So, Big Booty comes into a play a lot in our lives. It's our Wi-Fi password. If you guys ever in the neighborhood stop by, uh, the the router is Byersville, and the password is Big Booty Hose. Good luck. Good luck. Anyway, so uh, me and my wife sit down. We have a talk for a little while. Now, she wanted me to cut the first 30 minutes because it did take us a little while to settle in, guys. And we were talking about porno. And I guess it's always a weird dynamic because porno, I think, is more of a dude thing. So I found it entertaining because she was so uninterested (laughs) in talking about anything having to do with porn not that she's a prude she just didn't give a shit she was like all right what what else yeah people jerk off so (laughs) so that was a lot of fun we get into some other topics talking about being parents and talking about people that are shitty and families and i think we do pretty good 
but anyway guys i'm sorry it took so long and uh i'm trying to keep on track god damn it don't don't count me out it's still uh it's still a week i'm still posting so i'm not losing my touch i just need to get better about scheduling shit so i'm gonna try to do that and uh you motherfuckers try to get through this this episode and uh yeah i'll catch you after bye motherfucker So you don't fucking call me Darth Vader. You are Darth Vader. <laughs> cool. I mean, it's gonna be like how all of the home videos I take of Tucker. Maybe I'm cold. Gross. I'm cold, and don't take my boots off. Why are my feet gross? Because they've been inside my boots. Because you're wearing boots with no socks, you fucking animal. Do you mean to go get some? You would have just taken my socks off anyway. No. I mean, I don't have to. Would you like a blanket? Would you like, would that be better? It's cold in here. Is it? And you got the fan on. Mm Mm-hmm. That's okay. I get a blanket. So being more comfortable, what with your feet and all? Mm-hmm. Oh, I was saying that all of the um, videos I take of Tucker, like I'm really loud in them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then all the ones you do, you're like, <laughs> so rude. Is you're a true? terrible person. Will it make you feel better? No, it make me feel like you're making fun of me. Yeah. If you're doing it on purpose and you're like, hey. <laughs> how I've been sleeping lately though having a cold hasn't bothered me one bit I don't see how you do it my mouth is so dry it's like Mm. stuck together some days um, the morning after like after a night of like long hard snoring it is (laughs) long hard snoring no um, I have days where I wake up and it's it's pretty stupid. Like my tongue is stuck to the side of my mouth, and it's like, why? Well, probably should get you checked out. You think so? Just add it to my to do list. Teach husband to breathe through his nose. No, you probably should Check. get checked out. I mean, I know you've been shot and all, but what does that have to do with my nose? I'm assuming your nose and mouth have something to do with that. The nose bone's connected to the face bone. Well, it's your sinuses, right? Mm-hmm. And you had to have a trach. I'm just assumed everything's fucked up from your neck up. I feel like, like <laughs> even though, like, as a fat kid, I probably breathe out of my mouth anyway, like a bit of a mouth breather. Yeah. And uh, so what it turned into was, uh, 
you always breathing out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think it was... Like that kid we saw going up the hill one time, <laughs> and we were both outside, and this little fat kid, bless his heart, was walking up the hill, and he was like... <sighs> How was he doing it, baby? He was breathing real hard, wasn't he? He, he was, was talking to himself. He was short, and he was pudgy, and he was trekking up the hill, and he was going, I'm tired. Oh, that's right. I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Bless his heart. We had a hill that we lived on that was... Pretty big hill. It was a steep grade, man. And I think one of the little joys that we would get would be watching people start down the hill on bicycles and not realize how steep it was. It was a hill that was steep enough that most people would get off and walk their fucking bikes up halfway. Like, very few people actually rode down and up oh, on a regular did. basis. A few people. But I used to walk up and down the hill. Mm. I guess it's not bad if that's the only exercise you're doing for the day. But if you're out on a light jog, the last thing you want to do is go down like a 40 degree fucking incline hill. It's not now really we have enough. no hills pretty nice that's crazy uh some of the hills are a little little rough like when you've been out walking just even that little i know people don't care about our hills what do you want to talk about what you got first of all i'm the captain (laughs) we'll steer the boat dog first mate your job is to sit in the boat and shut you know i can't just sit here and talk about nothing why not because it's boring that's rude. I'm just trying to catch up. I'm talk. just trying to ease on into it. <laughs> well, that's casual what conversation. Is. Is we don't talk about the hills around our house. Yeah, we got hills and shit, guys. You ever go on a jog? What's the deal with hills? <laughs> no, um, I think if I would have planned a little better, wouldn't have had to be in here at eleven o'clock. <laughs> you wouldn't have to have me in here. Fucking Sunday. I mean, I enjoy having you here to talk. Do you? Do you? I do. I think that you're... Um, <laughs> Choose your words carefully, <laughs> sir. <laughs> I think that you're an entertaining guest, and you're a person that I can have casual conversation with. First of all, Other I think you meant f- to say the best guest. <laughs> you're pretty good. Guest. I mean, I've had better. Whoa. No, you didn't. Why? Almost break the chair? Yeah, I did. That and say you've had better. I've, I've had better, had better guests. What do I need to do? Hmm? What do I need to do? You step your fucking game up. Okay. Well, then maybe it's the captain's fault. Yeah? For my lack of performance. Why don't you bring I some I was topics? once told I was only a 7.5 anyway. <laughs> 7.5 is pretty fucking good. That's rude is what that is. All things considered. I can't believe I married you. I mean, you know. 7.5, that's pretty rude. I don't think so. If I'd have called you a four. standards must have gone down. If I'd have called you a four. Back in the day, I wouldn't have put up with that shit. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about you or your preferences. I don't, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Isn't that that song? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, I ain't fucking with you. <laughs> I ain't fucking with none of y'all. Um, no. Um, the other day we were going to do this. And it's funny because I figured that since, you know, we are of, of the opposite tribe dealing with the, the genders here, um, every year Pornhub.com, they do like a year in review. And I think it's always very interesting to see all the fun facts and like the tidbits of what is... Titbits. 
because it's worn. I like it. The titbits of the year and fun. Uh, just numbers. There's a lot of amazing statistics that come oh, out of like heavy duty traffic. Is it like searches and stuff like that? It's or searches. How many it's, videos watched? It's everything. They just kind of do like an overview. And I haven't even looked at this all the way, okay. so it may take me a second. But some of it. Um, so just see, poor. It's the fifth year they've done this. Says they had 28.5 billion visitors this year. It's a lot of folks. Pornhub.com. Do you have to pay for that? No. Okay. Clearly, I've never visited. You should. There's about like. I mean, I have a couple I look at every once in a while, but I mean, real. I, I just don't have time. Pornhub is like YouTube for porno videos. And I, I mean, think that's, that's self-explanatory. The thing is, if you were a, let's say you're a porn star, right? You would be not a fan of those places because a lot of porn stars have their own sites in which they make uh -huh. their money. Apparently, those sites like Pornhub and YouPorn and shit like that, they don't pay, really. Maybe they'll give some advertising dollars, but they don't actually pay the, the artist. So it's a little bit of a detriment. It's kind of like stealing, in a sense, to watch. So that's why, of course, most people are uh, using the free sites as opposed to paying for porn. I've never paid for porno in my fucking life. Like, I know some people do, and I get that if you were a porno actor or actress, that you would probably want people to pay for your products. <laughs> but I don't pay for music either. <laughs> oh. <laughs> at you Dude, recording sorry. over that's it you blew it you blew the whole thing shame on you dog I mean you can just cut it out I can, you don't know I really don't know but I do know I gotta go get a tissue <laughs> you can get a tissue that's fine <laughs> you like I know I probably sound kind of weird anyway. It's okay. Been fine a cold all week. The flu is the killer this year. What Literally. The, what's the last count they were up to? Oh, I haven't even looked at it. I'm sure it's horrible. What I heard the other day was that not as many children as I had originally thought. That's what we had talked about yeah the other day because it said back in 2007 there was like 600 mm -hmm. kids that died. I couldn't believe that. The flu fucks people up man. I think it's over a hundred now here, but only a few children. Like less than ten, definitely, but more than two. Enough for them to make a note about it. But <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy because, like, now the I mean, they're you know they're saying it's an epidemic, and um, apparently you can get it more than once. I don't know. Yeah. I was trying to see what this is saying. But I don't feel like reading all this. You know, I'm more of a skimmer. Yeah. I have too much ADD. The ad? <laughs> you now have ADD like super bad. Super bad. Super bad? Yeah. Okay, back to whatever we were talking about. Pornhub. Porno, yeah. 
Of course, never mind people dying. Let's talk about people fucking. Um, okay. There was, right, 24.7 billion searches performed on the site this year. That's a lot. 50,000 searches per minute. 800 searches per second. So if you were to sit, that's how much data is transferred between Pornhub and the users. That's a lot, lot. It's a lot, lot. 800 per second. Okay. It's also, incidentally, the same number of hamburgers that McDonald's sells every second, which has nothing to do with us, but somehow <laughs> makes the number easier to digest. So every time it goes... I mean, like, it's not hard. It's fucking 800 people. It ain't hard to digest. It's a lot of folks. 800 per second. Uh-huh. That's a lot. So, like, in the last 10 seconds, how many people have been on there? I'm not doing there? math. That's so much. <laughs> I'm not good at math. <clears throat> uh, Four million fifty-two. 100,543 videos uploaded. So a lot of people throughout the year. Or doing something on Over this, whatever crazy people do. Million videos ranging all across the spectrum, but that's how many poor I know okay. in a year. Uh, <coughs> if you were to lay that out into hours, it would be 68 years. It's a lot. 68 years in one year uploaded if you were to put it that's all together crazy. and watch. It would be 24,811 days. Hmm. Yes. 595,482 hours of porn Sounds out Sounds like a that year. song. <laughs> the AIDS song from Rent? No, the one song. Is that the, an AIDS song? 525. That's an AIDS song? I don't think it's an AIDS song, but Rent is an AIDS play. I always think of the one guy on American Idol that sang that song. And there could somebody sing it? I don't know. You yeah. know I'm bad with names. You're all over the place. Anyway, but it sounds like it could be a song. Yes. <laughs> 3,732 petabytes of data transferred a day. Of data what? A petabyte. What was the other word you data said? Data transferred a day? You didn't say transfer. A year. It's okay, baby. What did I okay, say? Okay, I, I don't even understand what you're talking about now. I'm talking about 10,225,205 gigabytes per day of data transferred from YouPorn. Works out to 426,050 gigabytes an hour. Get to, like, the interesting facts. <laughs> I don't think you're wrapping your head around I'm it. not because I have no form, like, point of reference for any of that. It's just so it's much. It's a fucking lot of people looking at porn a lot of the time. All the fucking time. It's so much. I know, but that's what I'm trying to tell you. When you get into these higher numbers, you know, that means nothing to me. It's 118 gigs a second. I mean, what else do I have to say year. to tell you? I have no point of reference for this. I don't this. care. I'm you just gonna you telling for the general public because don't look at me like you're talking to me. Talk to the microphone because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a whole lot of. They're mind you didn't bending. Research. They're mind bending stats. God damn it. But I thought there would be stats about like what the weird searches were. And well, there are. And that's what we were going to That's what I'm that. getting at. Get to the cool uh, stuff. 207, 200, Jesus. 2017 seems to be the year where women have come forward to express their desires more openly. Uh, possibly from the Me Too movement. Other factors said that 14... 
100% increase in porn for women just by the title. Okay. <laughs> I'm listening. You look like a five-year-old, <laughs> like, in a fucking kindergarten class. Like, Thank this you. Is torture. I'll take that comment, considering like, I'm a year older already this year. <laughs> so I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> Rick and Morty porn was another popular one. It's Rick and Morty. It's a cartoon uh, that's kind of loosely based around, like, Back to the Future. It's like an okay. old, old professor guy and a little kid. Well, young guy, whatever. Uh, also, fidget spinners. We're in porn? Mm-hmm. Just search, okay. search more. Uh, now, the, this is one I looked up after I saw this because I wanted to talk to you about it. It's a genre of porn called ASMR. It's autonomous sensory meridian response porno. And apparently what you do is you watch porno with your headphones in. And I saw a video for research purposes, of course. But it was like a rubber head, right? Like a bus, like just a neck and okay. ears. And they put microphones in the ears. And so these chicks, like they get up on the fucking ears and they fucking, they, they lick them and they talk into them and shit. So it's supposed to be like sensory overload in a sense. Like you put in headphones so that you can hear like HD sounds instead of just visual. Like you also can hear people breathing. You can hear like suck noises. Yeah, but, I get it. So I don't understand why I, you said the plastic head. It's just the way it's weird because that's how they hold the microphone. Like it could be just a chick holding the microphone going, mm, but instead. Their ears are microphones? Yeah, it's like a little okay. statue thing. That's how they're with, recording it. Mm-hmm. Okay, you missed, you skipped that part altogether. I said it. I have a recording i I swear you didn't say it no and so that's the thing is it's it's kind of strange like i don't really get what the the lure of adding sound to porn is because usually you could probably watch porno with the sound off and get the gist of it but i guess maybe it's a new generation thing maybe people are more used to having headphones in so it makes it more entertaining i don't really i don't know you know i'm not a headphone person at all i'm not either like um Sometimes I'm wondering, like, what am I missing because I'm not a headphone person? Mm-hmm. Like, how, you don't hear anything when you have headphones on in all the time. It's very odd to me. That's how people almost get hit by cars. It's just so strange to me. People walk around with headphones on all the time. Like, I don't know. Maybe in super, like, bu- busy cities, that's why. I, I don't know because you don't want people to talk to you or you don't want to hear the other noises. But for me, like, where we live... It's not practical at all. I see people driving in their car with headphones. Like, that's how they listen to their phone and their music in their cars. I mean, why can't it be on. like back in the day when you just had, like, a boombox in your car? <laughs> had that. Had that. Sometimes you just ain't got a radio, dog. You just got to work it out. I remember at one point I had, like, a tiny boombox radio that you put, like, double A's in. Like, it was literally for just putting... You know, on a fucking shelf. Uh-huh. Like it's not for in the car. Gotta do what you gotta there. do. Just turn that shit all the way up. But if you were going over like 40, you couldn't hear the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> just hear That's it when you just put it on your shoulder and listen to it while you're driving down the road. You stick it under the headrest. <laughs> you just kind of stub it in there. Now everything's so fancy. Like, I mean, I told you miss you. all the good white trash kind of stuff, you know? I've had some white trash shit in my car. Like, I don't know if I told you about the heater in the back seat. Did I tell you that? 
connected. No, that sounds horrible. So Buick Riviera with bucket seats in the back. Like there was a little bit of a divider like portion where you Uh could set stuff, but it was actually like cushions, like a bucket seat. So the windows didn't roll up all the way. And in the wintertime, it would make it to where... It was really cold. It was really cold inside, and there was no... you, All the mechanical shit, like the fuses and whatnot, didn't work. So, like, none of the dashboard shit worked. The radio Only the didn't work. Only the best for Jody V. Oh, man. So, no heat, no air, none of that shit. And I remember very well, one winter day, we had to go to school and shit, and we were like, well, what are we going to do? So we took a propane Coleman like space Safety heater, first. put it in between the bucket seats in the oh back, God. and lit that motherfucker. And it's one of those ones that use propane, and then it turns like this little microphone-looking thing to like hot, bright red or yeah. orange. Like it's yeah, you just turn that motherfucker on. And what's crazy is it didn't actually defrost the car at all. It just put like one spot in the dash, <laughs> like that actually defrosted about this uh-huh. big to where you could like look as you were driving. That sounds safe. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Had some real winners when it comes to safe driving awards. Had windshield wipers break one time and I squeegeed my window from that's the driver's right. side. That's why you appreciate what you have now, right? That was not a good day. I can imagine. Like having to just get over on the side and go. Oh, man. <laughs> I tried to fix those fucking windshield wipers five times and they just kept breaking. Like it just. It wasn't meant to be. It was a Chrysler LeBaron. And it just wasn't meant to have fucking windshield wipers. I tried so many times. <laughs> so, top searches for 2017. Back to porn. Okay. Porn for Women was number one. So that's that's kind of a weird title to put in. No, just porn it's for just women. straight to the point. Porn for Women. What does porn for women look like? Um, anything that's not disgusting and like too far. Is it lesbian? <laughs> it can be. The chicks mostly watch no. lesbian porn. No, it's more like. Because I feel like regular porn no, is definitely the, more man centric. Like, no, the categories in there will be like massage porn, like couples porn, mm-hmm. like straight, you know, couples porn. Maybe like some. Um, women porn like lesbian porn or whatever um nothing like too out there they'll be like voyeur porn not even voyeur but like you know public places um so i feel like the more like typical not like veering off the path kind Mm -hmm. of porn you know the baseline is pretty askew just to be honest with you like if you just type the thing go to the site and you push like the first five things that come up it's gonna be some pretty gnarly shit in there that's what i'm saying it's not really like that there'll be like milf porn there might be like big boobs asian women red-haired women like nothing that i've ever seen to make me go what the fuck like you know so i think that that's what most searches women are looking for they're like looking for porn but they're not trying to like go to a whole nother right, place. Right. I, don't you know, I don't know, but that's that's my <laughs> personal experience. I don't know. Maybe I could be approved for all I know. I don't even know. I've so. seen some... I feel like a Vietnam war vet sometimes just with the shit that I've stumbled across because porno for me is more like a car accident. Like, I don't get a thrill out of most of it, but if you see something amusing, you're like, well, what, is that? what does that look like? And then you look at it and you're like, 
Okay. Cool. You know? So no, because I'm a woman. <laughs> but, I mean... <laughs> you need to try more. I don't have... When? When in my spare time? I don't know. Hey, Tucker. Just hang out for a minute. Well, you could watch... You know, he's like three foot tall. You could just watch porno from your phone. Like, just hold it like this and walk around. That's what I'm missing in my life. Maybe. Maybe that's why... Maybe I'd have more time for everything else. Maybe. No, I wouldn't. Anyway, okay, next. Could get you one of those little harmonica holders and you could clamp your phone into it and just watch like this. Not so much. No. (laughs) (laughs) This is painful. It's like a a Christmas play and you're waiting for like your turn and you're just like, ugh, we have to sit here for this whole goddamn thing. All these other people suck. <laughs> so, the top... I mean, we've been talking about this for like 20 minutes. This is going to be most of the episode. Oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, let's talk about something else. Let me find something to talk about. Because this is like... I feel like we need to scrap this whole episode. Is that right? Yeah, I do. Well, we're not gonna. <laughs> like I said, Captain, first mate. Okay, well, um, let me find something. Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about current topics other than the Olympics and other than you said everybody's fucking at the Olympics because that's what people do all the time. I mean, yeah, there's been some medals won and whatnot. Apparently the wind's really bad. Mm -hmm. The snowboarding people are having a hard time. I've watched more of the luge. The luge is pretty pimp. Than I have. Cool Renans! I know that's not the luge. close it's like bobsled. i love bobsled in the luge is it the same track it's close, close. you think so right i think it's actually a little smaller um just because obviously a luge is not nearly as big have as you learned that there, there is like a certain line to be on that's the fastest have you seen that mm-hmm. that was pretty cool i think usually what they're showing is the person that has the fastest time but there definitely is like a marker line where if Theoretically, you wanted to have the perfect positions it would show, and it just, yeah, it's dead center. They go so fast, uh-huh. over a hundred something kilometers, and I'm assuming, like I said, that's I think in half, so it's like at least sixty or seventy fucking miles an hour. That's uh, that's way faster than I'd want to be traveling flat on my fucking back, six inches <laughs> above the ground. I know, like a rocket. And uh, I saw an article, they were talking about the guys with their bulges, and they were like notable camel toes of the luge. Well, what were we watching the other day? I think it's funny to point out anyone's dick on a show, but there was something, and I paused it and was like, look, look at it, look at it. It was an old movie, too. Look at his big old dick. I can't remember. We were watching something? You were yeah, like, I can't remember what it was now. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was funny, though. To me, it was funny. Well, it is funny. It's like that one time you showed me that picture of uh, <laughs> our cousin's boyfriend and I was like look at his big old dick oh, and you were yeah. like that ain't his dick and I was it like, didn't look like his dick his dick has an elbow and a face <laughs> on it and I can see it through his shorts I, don't, I haven't heard anything about him in a while well, push me this way probably because probably because he was punishing her ribs the dude had extra long dong I don't understand that like Ralphie May had a funny joke about like black dudes with big old dicks, and that's when he goes. He was like, "The average vagina is seven inches deep, fellas." 
He said, you proud of yourself? He said, you got more dick dry than the average Chinese guy gets wet. <laughs> Man. He said, fuck you. I've been doing my research. He said, you got all that dick and nowhere to stuff it. <laughs> Back to porn. Anyway. Okay. No. Back to porn. You said you were thinking about getting a tattoo for your 40th birthday. Yeah. I don't know what I would get, though. And I don't know where I'd get it because all I can think about is how painful like i've been seeing a lot of cool ones on pinterest where people get them under like kind of their rib breast area but that would hurt like so bad half under your titty half on the yeah the but everyone's boobs on pinterest look gorgeous and i'm like have you seen the ones where they actually like go around the titty meat like from the bottom like they get like chinese writing oh underneath like underneath your boob it's like the rock like they get that samoan fucking like hentai writing shit but it like goes around and so it like makes like a drawing or writing to where it just encompasses like the shape of a boob no i mean i have not seen those um because i have a look on pinterest to find them so it's like they don't have those on there really like this is a big one people will have at the bottom of their uh, on the Achilles tendon. Is that area. what that is? Mm-hmm. But not on the back of your heel. So why have you gotten one before? Like I feel I'm like cheap. Is it that what it is, or you just haven't known people? A lot of people that had tattoos, or oh no, I know like a ton of people that have tattoos. Um, number one, I'm cheap. Mm-hmm. Number two, I don't like pain. And number three, I am the most indecisive person when it comes down to making decisions on my behalf. Yeah. Um than anybody I know. So, like, I, it's so permanent to me. It's there forever. You forget about them a lot after you get a few. Like, I don't even think about mine. I don't even have a lot compared to most people that get tattoos. Like, I know. And, if, you know, and I'd probably get one and then be like, okay, now i got to get another one. Because I don't want just one. I don't know if the bug really bites you after one. Because I don't want anything elaborate. I want some words, but I don't want them to be, to be like, stupid. Yeah. Um, Some people get stupid tattoos. I mean... It's better to have a friend. My, you know, the most accurate tattoo I could get would be... It would say... Um, what do I say all the time? Like, I'm not trying to be rude. That's one thing I say. With all due respect. Basically. Um, you know, I don't know. Or this is why people think I'm a bitch. Public service announcement. <laughs> I don't know. Fucking parental advisory warning. Put it on your neck. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really have no idea what kind of tattoo I'd get. I like the ones that are, like, on the top of your hand underneath your wedding band. Mm -hmm. Those are cool. Some people get them on the tips of their fingers. That's kind of cool. You don't like that? I feel like it's, it's... It's almost a job stopper, number one. But it's easy to keep that. like a little tiny heart? Somebody's going to see the tip of your fingers and be like... I'll be like, I drew it with a fucking marker. You got some shit on your fingers. My two-year-old kid put that on there, you motherfucker. What are you going to say now? My grandpa did that. He's dead now. (laughs) You fucking asshole. I'll make him feel like real shit. I mean, like, it's not going to say, like, blow me across my fingers. That'd be pretty awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Like when you're sitting at a job. What if, okay, what if, Fuck you. listen, if you took your index finger, like your pointy <laughs> finger, and you put a middle finger on the end of it to where when you pointed at somebody, then it, it, would just it be, was a middle finger. That'd like be pretty awesome. On the tip of your finger. I like that. I like, I like your brain. 
you would have to do some real like micro tatting there. But what's crazy is because like tattoos are usually based on like square footage. Uh, it would probably be like twenty dollars. It'd be like it'd be like five dollars. You know? I would have. I that's maybe that's why people get job stoppers. That would hurt. That's on the top though. On Some your knuckles, of it isn't be it? Bad. I think maybe. I think having it on your finger would not hurt at all. Mm. Well, you never had a tattoo, so your thought is irrelevant. Like, it might hurt. <laughs> You've never had a baby, and your thoughts are relevant. It's true. Very true. I imagined it would suck pretty bad. It was not cool. You were there. Yeah. It was not good. So a lot of things happened that day. It's a lot like, of vomit like, happening that day. Well, there was a lot of people a lot of people. There were a lot of people that came in and ringed out your vagina for no reason at all. Like, they could have just lied to me and been like, yeah, I'm a doctor, or whatever. It's like there could have been a line of people out there. I don't remember. Let's not talk about it. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I brought it up. We'll talk about it. Because it's been on my mind. <laughs> Something that happens a lot. Listen, fellas, just a fucking a service announcement for if you Do you, you regret plan, being in the room? I don't regret being in the room it's just a funny thing because i've heard other people talk about it like it's strange that from the time you get pregnant to the time you have the baby if you go to those doctor's appointments there is a very real chance that you're going to see any number of people insert items and their own but fucking i guess digits. it's like it's weird to me like how else are they going to check on the baby that we made? I get it. Just don't make eye contact with me when you when you're thumb deep in my wife's vagina. Going when they make eye contact with me. Exactly. It's weird. <laughs> How's it going, Doc? Uh, pretty good. Okay. Are you done yet? <laughs> get out of there. But that's the thing. Like I didn't know all those nurses and doctors. They could have been just I didn't random. know those people. You were on cloud nine after they got some drugs flowing. I mean, let's be honest. I don't honest. really remember. I just remember I'm wearing off, and then I just remember throwing up a lot. Mm. And everybody said I was screaming. But I don't remember that. I don't think you were screaming. Not at all. We have a video, but I don't want to watch it. I would watch it. It's, oh, no. You weren't screaming. You um definitely weren't having a good fucking day. It was bad. The, um... What's the thing? The, uh... Epidural? The epidural is probably the most intense thing to see. Now, obviously, as you were having a child... I'm curious to see a video of an epidural, uh but at the same time, I think I would throw up. You probably would. I mean, because you know how I am about needles. I've been through some shit in the surgical sense. Is it that weird? It is. Babe? Oh, God, you're going to make me throw up. They told me. You remember? Because they even I said told, But I told you. I told them. That was one of my things. I said, look, I want an epidural, but I cannot see any of the needles. If I see the needles, I will. I wouldn't have changed my mind. You would have. I would have thrown up immediately. You would have changed your mind. I don't think so. Because at that point, there's nothing you can do about it. You can mm-hmm. either accept it like, <laughs> no shit. When, I, when we got to the hospital that morning... Because we chose to induce um, because I'm a control freak and had to know when my baby was coming. Uh, so when we got there at 530 in the morning, I remember laying in that bed. It's like there's one picture of me right before I had Tucker, I you know. Yeah. And I think that was right around the time where I go, you just submitted. man, um, I don't know if this was the right, right decision. <laughs> I don't like this idea. I, I like said it in my head and then I go, 
well, it's too fucking late now. Like, they'd already given me the Pitocin and, like, we're going. Like, this is happening. You know, we I could have waited probably another week to have Tucker. They broke your water uh-huh. with a tool. Yes, it looks like a crochet needle. Yeah, kind of like a crochet needle. So that's it. That's another one of those it's things. It's a that hook. Tell it you. goes up there and it pulls. I, mm-hmm. I knew about that one, and I I'm pretty sure I have seen some pieces of an epidural, and I understand the general principle behind it. It is a very weird feeling when they're doing it because you know they're fishing around back there. Right. And after she said she didn't get it the first time, that was rough. Yes. It was extremely painful. It made me feel bad because she said she didn't get it. Because she explained to me, um, just for the average listener who might not have children, they told me directly, have you seen any kind of crazy shit like this before? Because we've had parents, fathers, collapse watching that fucking needle come out because some people really are that squeamish and skittish. I would probably pass out. I've never met a person who is because there's people like that with blood. Like if they see a drop of blood, uh-huh. they're like, Whoa. like I've never been like that. Needles, I don't get weird, but if they're going in me, I do get a little nervous. Like you said, I kind of go to my happy place. Like I, I, it's not even. I can sit here and watch people get stuck all day. Mm-hmm. It's not seeing the needle and thinking about it repeatedly and then like like at work we sell syringes obviously yeah the bigger the syringes like the ones you have to do for like like testosterone shots thinking about a large gauge needle literally makes me want to throw up i've never seen a needle that big go into a person Mm. when they pulled it out i was like oh that's like was it long or thick both Uh uh-huh because okay so when they when they hook it all up, a lot of times to keep it sterile, they don't pull it out. You know, they'll take like whatever the the syringy thing and they'll screw it into a needle, but they'll leave like the plastic yeah. paper and shit on it. So I didn't even get to see it at first. I just saw her fiddle fucking around on the tray, and finally she took a sharpie and she put a dot on your back, and then she turned around and she said, "So basically, what we're going to do is we're going to put this little plastic thing in your spinal column, and I have to get it between your vertebrae." So, and I go, okay. And I'm thinking, it's got to be a fat needle because obviously they don't want to bend it. When she pulled that fucking thing out, it looked like a metal skewer or a six-inch straightened piece of coat hanger. Man. Like, when that shit came out, I go, what the fuck is that? (laughs) Like, where are you putting I had a moment where she said, people pass out and they get nauseous. I go, what a bunch of fucking (laughs) faggots. What do you can't you can't stand looking at needles and then they pull that shit out of the paper and I go oh god oh my god <laughs> like, I'm, a fucking, I'm sorry and then she fucking stuck it and didn't get it and it bent I remember that and she was they don't like it's so long that they don't just like go at it because it doesn't stay stiff they kind of grab it at the top and then feed it in through your backbones. <laughs> So the first time, it was all bent, crooked and shit. And she goes, ah, oh, I missed. And she pulled it out. And I go, are you fucking serious? Dude, that hurt. I could tell it hurt. She said that she can feel, and this is what she gets paid to do. She can actually feel the tip of that needle going in between your backbones and trying to get into the right spot. Because I believe they use some kind of a, uh, like an x-ray thing too. Maybe an ultrasound device. Like, Oh, did they, she have something? She definitely had some way of looking to see how, because the other fun fact that 
I don't know if you've heard, was, oh, by the way, if I go a half an inch too far, I could poke this bitch in the spine, and uh, then you could get spinal, you know, because they put that uh-huh. shit into your spinal cord, basically. It's a blocker Ooh. that makes you paralyzed from the waist down. So what she said is, I have to make sure that I put this where it has to go and we don't get any leakage of your spinal fluid because then you could get like meningitis or something. Like there's a lot of shit that happened in that little hour that I was there, let alone the whole day. So I have a newfound respect for you and the crazy shit you went through that day and anybody who has a baby. Like You know, but, is, you know what's so weird though is like childbirth sucks. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to sit here and be like, it was a great experience. There's people that have had that Aaron's second kid fucking slid right out you know she didn't even she didn't even push for 10 minutes she probably wouldn't appreciate the terminology but yeah well but i mean that's what happened that's literally what happened she didn't they didn't have time for drugs they didn't even have time to get a blood a blood pressure cuff on her like she literally came out so fast considering how long it took for her to have her first kid yeah me you know we were induced <clears throat> we had tucker by like three o'clock or something two mm-hmm. something anyway um it's just one brief moment in time. Childbirth ain't nothing compared to having a kid. Like, raising a kid, and especially the first year, how blurry all the details are. Um, well, I don't think I spoke much to anybody about it, but, I mean, we had an interesting situation with that, with the whole breastfeeding thing and finding out that a lot of people around here are uh, kind of one way or the other. It's very strange that there are people who are very holistic, like you have to People just need to mind their own fucking business. It's true, but they send these people to you in your hospital room to kind of make you feel like shit. Yeah, and that's why women should educate themselves before going to the hospital and know what they're in for. Because I'll be damned if anyone makes me feel bad for, you know, for breastfeeding or for not breastfeeding. You know, but that's my personality. And fuck you. Like, I didn't ask for your opinion, so... So the deal is, we had our son, and we spent a night in the hospital, right? Not Yeah, we just spent one just night. Just one night. We went home the next day, and we were home for two days or three? I don't remember. It was two or three days. We were trying to pump breast milk. No, I was, I was trying to breastfeed him. Yeah. Wasn't having as much success my, as we like. My milk didn't come in. That's, right. that's At the end of the day, that's what happened. He got slightly dehydrated. Well, they never said, like... They never said, hey, after a day or two, if you haven't had a lot of milk come or if your kid hasn't had this many diapers, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, we just knew something. It couldn't have been good right. for him because we knew that my milk hadn't come in. Right. So when and we, he wasn't really eating it. Like he Well, was, he just... I think they freaked out a little bit, but it was okay with us because... He's our first kid, and he's our only kid, and we have an awesome children's hospital here. We do. You know, and he was a little baby anyway when he was born. He was only like 6'14", which is pretty small these days anyway for a baby. Um, They lose birth weight when they go home, so he dropped a little weight, and they decided to go ahead and put him in the NICU, and uh, which was... You know, to oh, me, man. it was fine with me. I mean, it sucked. Oh, I'd rather be there than but anywhere. But I would have, yeah, I mean. Anything happens, you're in one of the. It sucked we were there. But at the same God time, like, it, you know you how remember? over, like, bearing and uh, paranoid I am about everything. I feel like it was the ideal situation. Because, like, I knew nothing was going to happen to him when we were there. Like, scary when you're a new parent and don't know, like, 
you know, that we were scared to go to sleep. Sucks so bad. We were like, so what do we do now? Do we just, like, well, you remember the first night we were home with Tucker? And we, we, didn't, were, we didn't sleep at all. I think we were awake most of Well, night. your mom was there. I know she, she was like, you can go to, I, well, I went to sleep because I, I took some medicine or whatever went to sleep. But um, we were like, what do we do? <laughs> we can't just leave him here. So the, weird. The NICU was a lot because at that point we really hadn't caught up on any sleep. And it had been four or five days since we had had him. And uh, I just remember that night with his IV. They had like an alarm system on his IV that if he bent his arm or turned it anyway, it would stop pumping, uh-huh. which in turn would set off an alarm. And I know you were so fucking tired. And I remember it. Um, trying to get that IV to stay situated on a little infant baby. You did a good job. Oh, my God. You did a really good job. I thought he was fucking with me. That night, I was so tired. Yeah. I remember when we went into triage. Like, I was falling asleep in the ER. Uh Uh-huh. And you were more tired than I am, so I can't imagine where you were at. You were just had a better game face, but I could not hold my head up. I was so fucking tired. I mean, just power through it, I guess. Oh, that whole time it just kind of sucked. I was really sick with my stomach problems. Mm-hmm. Gosh. We're in such a better place now. Mm-hmm. Two years later. Well, it's probably because you couldn't smoke pot then. Like, the main mm-hmm. reason. Everything kind of... Well, I mean, it's just like the trauma of, of having a baby and, you know, like, being new parents and... Well, you could talk about your conditions. You might... No, I mean, like, I'm yeah. not... I mean... There's nothing really to talk about right now. I mean, yeah, I have ulcerative colitis, and knock on wood, I've been in remission for probably about about two years. Yeah, about what's, two years now. I don't think I've had a flare-up since Tucker. What's the difference between UC and straight-up Crohn's? Like, um, it's if close, I'm not mistaken, because I haven't done a lot of research on it, I'm sorry, that's so ignorant to say, but... Um, as far as I know, like ulcerative colitis is just usually one part of your colon. Like for me, it's the lower left side. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Crohn's, I think it affects your large and small intestines, yeah. but that could be wrong. Um, they're both like, um, you know, autoimmune mm-hmm. deficiency disorders or whatever, I guess. And people will say they're a, an invisible condition because. Like, you know, you've seen me have flare-ups. You know, mm-hmm. well, the only one you've really seen is the one with Tucker, when I had Tucker. And um, I'm surprised. I probably started getting sick around when Troubles died, and that whole month before. Mm-hmm. But, because I remember going to the hospital, have Tucker, and I was like, look, I'm in the middle of a flare-up. I'm probably going to shit on the table. Like, yeah. you know, and they yeah. were like, oh, honey, it's okay. <laughs> People do worse. And I was like, well... I, I mean, I, I'm floor. pretty much telling you, I know it will happen. Like, I, maybe it was just to make myself feel better. I don't think you did. So That's props. what they, the nurse said I didn't. Well, so you, did, you didn't shit anywhere. <laughs> I just threw up everywhere. But um, anyway, yeah, so <laughs> having, you know, flare-ups um, obviously is not cool. And, and the more that you have them from what I, I've read and done research on, um, you know, it can ca- increase your chances of having colon cancer. And I'm 37, and I was diagnosed with ulcer- ulcerative colitis when I believe I was 23. Um, you know, it's stress-induced, and you've been able... You've been really good for me. Yeah. Well, you've explained to me kind of how it works, and I would have just thought, oh, I poop a lot. Like, that's what it sounds like mm-hmm. on the surface, but then, you know, through you explaining it to me, it's like, no... 
I put food in my body and it immediately comes out. I put water in my body and it immediately comes out. So yeah. you don't gain any kind of nutrition from uh-huh. food because it's not in your stomach long enough to break well, it down. Like it literally uh, shoves it out. It's like everything's swollen. Like your my um, hey, intestine. Keep your hand away from the mic, motherfucking. Don't touch my mic. I am not touching anything and you don't tell it. me my business. You bump it, I'll put you in a headlock. What if I just smack the shit out of it right now? You, people with headphones? would stop listening to my show. Well, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. This is for all your brothers out there. Um, no, so uh, it's like your intestines swollen up yeah. and like nothing absorbs into it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everything just, the way in my mind, everything just comes sliding on out. Can I tell you something? But it all looks weird. It's not like it's like chunks of corn or something. No? No, it's like, oh, this is gross. No. Mucusy, really. It's very strange. So it's just like stomach acidy stuff that's got on it, but it hasn't actually done what it does. I guess, like it's super weird, and like even when so I does was, does it look like vomit? Like, does it still? It's enough like a of, light. What's a beige and brown, or not beige and brown? Brown and gray is that beige? I guess. Brown and gray. I guess beige. That's like Barack Obama color. I'm trying to think beige. of what color. I can kind of, it's like a light brown, like a cork color, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it all looks the same. It's weird. Now, if your poop is ever black, that's that's what they call tar poop. There's blood in it. That's not good, and you need to go to the doctor. Black poop. Yeah, when I first had... I've never um, pooped blood. People... Oh, I've pooped blood. People say <clears throat> shit blood a lot. I oh, used to is, shit blood all the time. Is, this is... <laughs> not tarry blood. Miss Mandy, no, let me AKA tell you. AKA Big Booty's shit segment on the Po Boys podcast. Oh, I'll talk about shit all Let's the time. They don't bother you, me. Baby. Um, Let's talk about you. And I was me. always known at the pharmacies for talking about shit and erectile dysfunction all the time because I can talk about some boner pills all day, buddy, and sell you on which ones you need to take. Anyway, I had a conversation with a lady the other day about Sidenafil because she called. There's apparently a, a drug on the market. It's called um, like Lady Viagra. Mm-hmm. And she called. And she's one of our customers. She was like, Yo. can you buy? Do you all get, have Lady Viagra or can you like, um, is it prescription only? Blah, blah, blah. And so we were talking and I was like. There's no such As, thing. <laughs> no, there really is. And I like looked it up and everything, and, but we can't get it because they're apparently only supplying to certain companies or you have to have a certain contract with the person to get it. Anyway, I was like, I said, look, I, obviously I'm not a pharmacist. I'm not claiming to be a pharmacist. I said, but there's a drug called Sidenafil, which is actually the drug for Viagra. It's Viagra, yeah. Well, there's the Sidenafil 20 milligram tablets and we sell them for a dollar a tablet. And you can take five of those, it's equal to one Viagra. Now, they have generic Viagra now, but the generic Viagra is still really expensive. It's not $5. Viagra is so, like $20, $25 a pill, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. I don't even know what the generics... Um, uh, the, no, brand name Viagra is, I think, is more expensive than that now. But it's I know it's nowhere close to $5 a pill, okay? No. We do free shipping in Arkansas. If you get $50 worth of Sidenafil, we'll send it to you for free. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, that's a great deal. It's crazy to me to think about having to take a boner pill. Oh, if you were going to take one, I already know. I tell customers this too. I'm like, if my husband was ever going to be on something, he'd be on daily Cialis. It's the like 10 milligram or something. And you take it every day. So you just be good good to go. 
and you don't have to think about it. So, like, and did you know with Viagra, people say you have like hallucinations? And Brian was said that the other day, and I go, yeah, it's because all your blood's rushing down from your brain to go to your dick. And he was started laughing. He goes, <laughs> yeah, but there's like there's like these crazy side effects with Viagra that people don't ever talk about. I've never taken any kind of. Boner Did you? Pill. Do you want to like, know what the um, anecdote or whatever is if your dick won't go down after like four hours? Okay, now is this anecdote or antidote? Oh, that's two very anecdote. Because anecdote is a funny, a funny quip. Whatever the thing is joke. to like make your shit go away. An antidote is what that makes one. it go away. That's the one. Okay, what's Sudafed? Because an 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 anecdote would be like, well, maybe you should whack it against the wall, no, buddy. It's Sudafed. <laughs> really? Yeah. And we had a guy come in not too long ago it's and like had to buy. Or something, or no, you just, just take it. But you, I mean, here you you know it's usually you have to have a prescription to get it a lot of time. And so a guy came in and um, there's a term for That's when your blood won't go out of your. Figured that out because I heard they used to have to drain blood out of your dick. Um, let's see. With a fucking like a needle or something, like suck it out. Uh, here, let me see if I can. The dick is an amazing thing, and as it gets older, it just baffles me. Because, I mean, I'm sure not everybody has erectile oh, dysfunction. Oh man, I don't know what it's called, but. But right now, I'm is great. it? This is it? Yeah, this is how. I don't know how to say it though. I'm great right now. Preapism. Preapism. That might be it. Preapism. It says a condition in which a penis remains erect for hours. In the absence of stimulation or after stimulation has ended. Mm, just a stiff dick for a while. I feel like you should just be able to tuck it, you know? Just like oh, you I don't think it would be that hard. You just tuck it up in your waistband, and then it's still stiff. There's like a couple of different um, uh, types I remember as a kid that motherfucker would get hard for like no reason. Like a good stiff breeze could blow and your dick would something get Something like every 30 seconds you get a hard on or something. It's still, yeah. Sometimes it just fucking stiffens up. Get a little blood pumping, you know. So I guess that's the weird, like the idea of it not working is kind of foreign to me. Because right now it's just, if you had a pill to make it not go up for like a day, that'd be cool. I'd probably use a couple of those. I have days when it's just ridiculous. <laughs> Dad joke. It's ridiculous. <clears throat> no, um, I think there's always been dick pills. Like they used to just be gas station dick pills. Do you want to know some stuff about dick pills? Yeah. Tell me this about This is better pills. than um, talking about diarrhea. But dick pills so and diarrhea. I told you before, there's like different fuckers. types of erectile dysfunction drugs. Because mm -hmm. some people can't take the drugs like viagra because they have heart problems so explain this to me just we're talking about dick pills viagra you take a viagra mm -hmm. so do you have to like peter pan that shit and just think happy thoughts until your dick gets hard or does it just no, pop up I, as, you're just you can as be far as what i know making pancakes and then all of a sudden you're like, like oh a, my dick's hard and then you go, level like it is yeah. a medication that originally was supposed to be made for like blood pressure mm -hmm. to keep your heart you know blood pumping through your heart i heard that um well and just so happens it relocates your blood to other parts of your body like my blood pressure feels the and same this but is my what dick the is crazy hard. part about the whole viagra thing and this is what i was discussing with brian 
I said, as far as what I've seen, and I, like I said, I'm not a pharmacist, so I don't have anything other than just like putting pieces together over the years and conversations and hearing stuff. Um, I said, look, can't they just use a, a sildenafil for women? Because wouldn't it just be doing the same thing and relocating the blood to lower extremities? Maybe. And he was like, that's what you would think. And like I said, I don't have anything to back that up. But if I was a woman and I was looking for a lady Viagra, I would talk to my doctor about sildenafil. There may be a reason why you can't take that. I have no idea. I wonder if it has testosterone in it. No. It not doesn't. At all. It's not, or it doesn't. It's not a controlled it, substance. It doesn't fuck with your hormones no. or anything. Because that's really what I always thought dick pills did. I thought maybe it sent a shock through no, your system. No, it's just to get your hormones. It, no, it's just then, about your blood flow. Did you hit my mic, motherfucker? I hit this part. You're dead to me. D- is this part? Nobody can hear that. Yeah, you actually can hear that a lot. I'm sorry. It's a, don't whisper now. You already hit I'm it. I'm sorry, man. Sorry, goddammit. King Kong just drop kicked my fucking mic. <laughs> Well, you're the one that keeps scooting me closer to the mic. Broke my shit earlier this week. Now you're slapping my fucking microphone. I sent that picture to somebody. Like, I held both pieces of it up. Somebody said, unforgivable. <laughs> Do you want to get Did you say how many that you've broken? Don't even talk about it. So, I don't want to know. We're not going to finish this conversation. Oh, no, we're going to we go are. back to the dick pills because I'm going to educate you on some erectile dysfunctions. Because, look, I remember this. The other day, I said there was this thing. I said, I can't remember what it was I was going to say, but it's something I haven't got to enjoy or something to do since Tucker came, right? It was since Tucker's came. I've broken almost every one of them. Yeah, you have. Get your life. (laughs) Okay, here we go. There's um, a couple of different drugs for erectile dysfunction, Uh, one of which is an injection. Dun, dun, dun. Into the dick? Into the dick. The dick of the balls. Pretty sure the dick. I think it's called Caverjet. I get my drugs mixed up. There's another one that's a penile suppositories. That might not be so Called bad. Muse. Look it up. And then you're going to say something different. Like a spaghetti length. <laughs> it's a fucking a Twizzlers. Baby, pill. it you was bad. You got to Yep, it is called Caverject. That's the one that's the injection. Um, Read it aloud for the class. Oh, it says to avoid alcohol. Very serious interactions can occur. Okay. Um, so is that a hormone shot, I guess? Into the dick? A shot right in the dick? It's a vasodilator. A vasodilator. Uh, whatever. I told you. I don't know. So it makes your capillaries all spongy. In your penis. So it sucks up all the blood. Well, look, here's the package. That's what it's looking like. Looks like a small EpiPen. Oh, I wonder if you put that on the helmet. Like if you put the tip in the... I don't know, baby. I don't know what it says. I do know that the one that's... um, Man, they still make this stuff, too. It's called Caverject Impulse. That takes some balls, literally. So. To oh my god, to inject yourself. Back in the day, there were different items that were made for people who suffered from erectile. Patient instructions for use. I think it's originally where sounding came from. You ever heard of a urethral sounding? You know what that is. What now? Urethral sounding. What is that? That is. 
putting metal rods up your pee hole. Oh, yeah. They used to do that back in the day. So, I saw the term sounding, and I go, what is that? And I looked that up on Pornhub, and I saw a sounding video, and it made me hurt. But after I realized the medicinal property of it, if you, let's say, were suffering from kidney stones. Now, I've heard people say that when you get ginormous kidney stones, you just pee them out. Some of no, them. you go and get them lasered, and they blow them up, then you pee them out. But you still pee them out. Yeah. Rocks. Rocks out of your dick hole. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not saying it's The idea good. of sounding, though it sounds barbaric, would probably assist you in being able to get gravel-sized kidney stones out of your pee hole. So I guess I could see the medicinal. Then, you, then it's all sad-looking. Bottom lip hanging out. Your dick mouth. Yeah. It's like a windsock. Yeah. <laughs> Mm, like a catfish mouth. Mm. Oh, People Lord. used to stick rods in there and pencils, like to get a, a heart on because they couldn't, you know, and they didn't have Viagra. So dudes would just make it work, just stick things in there, and like sometimes the shit would break. Can you imagine? Well, you probably couldn't imagine. No, it's making me ill to think using, about like, it. Using a pencil. A pencil. <laughs> a pencil. <laughs> Shoving a pencil a up your pencil dick hole. Up your dick hole. And say you're making love to your wife, girlfriend, and then the pencil snaps. That's been in an emergency room before. Oh, that's a horrible day. Mm. What happened? Well, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Well, we kind of have to know. I. uh... I wonder, like, people have been shoving things in their body for, for so long. I wonder what some of the strangest, like, ER things are. You know, we have a relative now that's an EMT, and, you know, he's dealing with a lot of, like, crazy shit and scary shit. And I wonder more what it would be like to be, like, an ER doctor and have people walk in. Oh, well, you could just ask the one we know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Set him down. Hey, buddy. You want to talk about ER shit? What's the weirdest thing you've ever seen somebody cram up their asshole? And he'll be like, oh, let me just tell you. We get the ER doc, the EMT, and the cop in the same room. Sounds like a bad joke. I know, right? And then just see what happens. (laughs) They all know each other, probably. They probably do. Professionally. Well, no, because the cop said he didn't know him. He saw his picture. He already looked him up the other day. We just assume they all know each other. <laughs> I bet the EMT seen them before, maybe. Definitely. That's what's nuts. Yeah. Anywho. So much crazy shit going on. My family's nuts. Not even my family, just my sister. Your family is notably absurd at times, which okay. is funny considering I come from garbage people. Like It's <laughs> funny to me to see the parallels between no they're shitty people all over you just they have to be activated and unfortunately your sister got activated this past year but she's always been like that it's just that i think people didn't realize it and well, over even the years, yourself like you no i you have claim just, that you kind of knew it but i've always known my sister was a complete freaking like crazy person but i guess over the years i've just Wanted to have a relationship so bad that I just accepted it and thought, like, 
okay, here, I'll just apologize again to be done with it. You know what I'm saying? And now as I've gotten older and that we have Tucker and I'm like, no, this shit's really not okay. Like, I don't want him to think that he has to apologize for stuff that he didn't do. It it didn't do anything wrong. Mm. You know, like, there's so many instances. I even brought up my bachelorette party to my brother-in-law the other day. And I was like, hey... Um, That's because so funny. You should, at, you should at bring, my shed some light party, on the bachelorette party. <laughs> at my yeah, bachelorette party for time. my first wedding, um, we all <laughs> went to Memphis for my first, my first ex-husband. The first guy. Um, first ex-husband. Did you get that? <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we went to Memphis, and um, my sister brought her nine-month-old baby. Classy. Uh-huh. And my mom was there. To help with the nine-month-old baby. So, I mean, it got better. So, you guys were raging out of control. And we were at the Peabody, and Katie made, like, a, 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 what do you call it? Like, a veil, and it had, like, condoms and, like, cards of naked guys. And I'm not a prude like that. Like, I was like, I'll wear the veil. But then she had made this ugly skirt that she wanted me to put on over my outfit I had on, over my clothes. And I was like... I'm not doing that. I wear your veil. Like I wear your veil. I'm not wearing your bullshit. Skirt. <clears throat> but I'm not wearing this like tacky skirt out to on Beale Street to drink it. Like I want to be comfortable and have a good time. Mm-hmm. It is your party. Yeah, it's my fucking bachelor <laughs> party. And um, why would you want to? She was like, "You're gonna wear it." I was like, "No, the fuck, I'm not gonna wear it." And she was like, "Well, if you're not gonna wear it, then fuck you." And like, we're not going out. And like. Which I don't even, you know me, I'm not a big, like, partier. Like, I'd rather just stay in and get drunk, you know, yeah. with my friends or whatever. And that's what we ended up doing, not ended up going out on Beale Street. But then Katie left the next morning with my mom, and um, without saying goodbye, of course, in true yeah, Katie fashion. Probably bitched about it the And um, told me, like, so when she got back home to Shreveport, she was like, um, basically, if Chris, if you don't apologize to me, Chris isn't going to let me be your fucking uh, maid of honor. I should have been like... I ain't fucking apologizing. Like, now 37-year-old Mandy would be like, fuck you, you cunt. Like, (laughs) I don't even want you at my goddamn wedding, much less even there. So, fuck you. This ain't about you. But 23-year-old Mandy was like... I'm sorry. Fuck you, but I'll still apologize to make peace in the family. I don't understand what it's like to have siblings. I, I imagine... It has to be another level of emotion that obviously is not, it's not the same feeling you feel for your parents. It's not the same thing you feel for your children. You know, it's a different kind of family dynamic. That it's like and I'm a getting a different kind of emotional attachment that you have with somebody. With who, my brother, like mm-hmm. it makes me emotional to talk about him. Like, you know, especially like with, he's young and he's not struggling, but he's making his own down in Louisiana. And like, I'm so proud of him. But the more time that like, that goes without Katie and I really talking to each other, the more detached I am. And I see her for who she is. So I'm like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Matthew. The world's big enough. You can be yeah. a shitty person. Just yeah. do it over there. Yeah. Just don't, don't do that to my parents. Don't do that to my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully your kids, you know, that kind of stuff. Like, just keep your shitty self just to, do your to yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> Keep your shittiness to yourself. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. And um and we're good. But uh you know, and like and that's why I know it's weird cuz you're like always telling me to be careful of the things I do or say because you don't want my relationship with her to be gone forever, but I'm okay with that. 
Well, see, in my experience, I've seen people cross those lines, and it's it's permanent, man. Like if you, you know, if you testify against somebody in court to get their kids taken away, that that's going to be real tough to get past in five years at Thanksgiving. But like, whether or not the kids you, are there. I mean, I'm the <laughs> you know, type like, of person. I'm very everything's on the table. Yeah. There's no gray areas with me. I will tell you exactly how I feel. You know, when you ask me, or maybe when you don't ask me. Have you always been that way? Because um, I feel like you sharpened I that have, a little bit. I've gotten to where... Maybe just with me, you've... No, I've always been more. really that way, but everybody's just makes it come across like I'm a horrible person. Because I'm honest. But as I've gotten older, I've realized more that it's not so much that I am a horrible person. Because I've come to realize I don't have a bad bone in my body. Like, I'm not a malicious person. Mm-hmm. I would never say something to somebody, <clears throat> excuse me, to hurt your feelings, because that's not, that's not who I am. I don't have time for that kind of shit. Like, I'm just like, look, it's either this way or it's not. You're going to either act right, take care of your responsibilities, or you're not, and I'll help you. I'll help you either way. But, like, why not do it the easy way, communicate, and so your kids can be normal and have a shot of being around their family and the people that love them. And it's hard to understand. But, you know, I've told you this year, I'm really focused on not taking things personally. And I think a lot of people can learn from that. Like, if you go, they're not doing this, like, to hurt me. It's their own version of reality. It kind of changes the way you think about people. I talked about that yesterday, and I said that exactly what you just said. Yeah. So it's my wife's thing. It's you can't and shouldn't understand why somebody does what they do. It, you might, you'll go insane. Yeah. You might, <clears throat> in your brain, try to rationalize it, but at the end of the day, it's nothing personal, man. It's in their brain. That's what they want to do, and that's mm-hmm. what they're going to do. Yeah. It doesn't matter who it is or why or where. They're so I just have to thing. go, yeah. What? how can I help without having to deal really with my sister? I mean her no harm. At the end of the day, that's genuinely what it is. I want her to be happy. I wish she'd get it together, you know, and do the right things. And she's not doing those things that she needs to be doing that are for the best decisions, um, in my opinion, for her children at this moment in time. Which is the utmost importance. You know, when you have very... It is. You know, and that's something you and I talk about a lot. Um, I feel like our responsibility as an adult, no matter whose children they are, it's everyone's job to protect children, period. Yeah. You know, if it whether it's your neighbor's child, your niece, your nephew, your child, it doesn't matter. If you know a child is in a bad situation, you should do something about it. You know, as hard as that is, you find a way because kids don't have a choice. It's so sweet sometimes, like the innocence, like the other like last night, Saturday, we were at a friend's house and their younger child was going through our niece's purse and we were like hey you know you shouldn't do that she was like why which it was a dick thing to do in the first place going through her purse going through somebody else's shit and we tried to explain to her like well what if somebody you know somebody could say you stole something out of there and then you were the last person to go through it and she kind of got it but she didn't get it 
And then after the fact, we said, well, somebody might have something bad in there. And then, you know, might say that you put it in there, you know. And she goes, well, bad like what? And we had to stop and take a minute and go, oh, yeah, these are children. Like, they don't understand that Uh shitty people might get caught with some drugs in their purse and then be like, she put it in there. And then you get in trouble. It's a real thing that happens in the world. Uh It's just crazy to know how jaded we are as adults and how unexperienced they are as children and it's moments like that when just even the slightest you realize like oh they have no idea how fucked up the world is that's right they have no idea that people say and do really shitty things no matter what even if it's their own parents like uh-huh. they don't understand like can you imagine being a shitty person's kid that's gotta be a tough fucking gig showing up to parties and your mom is the one that acts out the one that fucking breaks shit and then you have to ride home and listen to them rationalize why they're crazy (laughs) and just kind of go yeah yeah she is a real asshole huh I can't believe those people act so crazy mom (laughs) and then but that's assuming that the kid doesn't think that their mom I don't mean you're you're no I'm saying saying like can you imagine being the alcoholic kids mom or you know i'm saying you you're the person who but you're you're guilty by association you are (laughs) maybe you're not a shitty person but every time your dad gets hammered shit gets broken and he gets into a fist fight there's bob's dad again you end up driving home at 14 and you're just like god damn it (laughs) i can't take you anywhere man i know crazy right i don't know like i said it's just i'm whatever I think that your position on children is pretty admirable. I think everybody could do that a little more. Just, if nothing else, look out for kids. Because I just think that maybe, you know, kids wouldn't be as fucked up as they are. I think if people kind of drew back a little bit, focused on money, um, about kids. Like, kids at the end of the day, they don't need to have the latest and greatest things. What they need is, you know, their parents' love and attention. And, and I'm not claiming by any means to know it all, okay? Like, that's not even at all. All I know is what I've learned from having our kid, what I've learned from having my niece and nephew around. And I've told my brother, you know, that's 13 years younger than me, I feel like I can take credit for a lot of the things that were very formidable to him as far as how he is, how he is a, as an adult, excuse me, yeah. you know, he's a very responsible guy, You've you know? You've always been very direct with him, and I can appreciate that. As a young kid growing up today, like, mm-hmm. he's a straight-up millennial. Yeah. I remember conversations of when he got his first job, and he was like, this guy at work has two jobs, and I was like, how the fuck could anybody have three yeah. jobs? And, and I was like, like, do you think he fucking wants to have three jobs? <laughs> to show some goddamn respect <laughs> that man is 45 working in a movie theater you think he's happy to be there <laughs> yeah i mean like we'll see like and that. now he's an adult so and i'm now sure he now gets he gets it, it. and he yeah. has multiple multiple jobs now i should remind him of that be like hey matthew you remember that one time <laughs> yeah when you were like shitting on that guy for having multiple jobs you're that guy now bro but uh you know, I think what, like, people, with Tucker, I'm going to keep it 100 with him. I'm not going to be telling him scary, horrible shit. Yeah. But, you know, just like I do with my niece and my nephew, when we're in the car and they start talking about people's flashy cars or I see people's douchey trucks and I'll be like, Connor, don't ever fucking have a truck like that. <laughs> That's a fucking douchebag truck, okay? Like, there's no way anybody needs a fucking truck that big with those giant-ass fucking tires. 
You just look like a dick, okay? And then you park next to my car and I can't even get out of the fucking car. I'm not a hater. I'm not jealous of your shit. That's just so fucking unnecessary. There's a lot of that. It's so unnecessary. So fucking stupid. You mean big trucks don't make you moist? No. Fuck that. If somebody ever picked me up for a date with one of those motherfuckers, I'd be like, you better go home and get a real car and come back. (laughs) Because... Uh-uh. Excuse me, sir. Do you have a ladder so I can climb like, up in I your pickup truck? I just think it's just... <sighs> well, see, it's maybe much. you're not most girls. I think that we're in Arkansas. I don't care. And down here, you're supposed to get the girl in the truck and take her down to the lake and make sweet rape to her. That's what they say in them country songs. Let's go down and get drunk. Is that how I messed up with my first marriage? And then we can fuck I in the back of I didn't marry a country truck. dude with a big truck. <laughs> Getting plowed in a field while mosquitoes bite your no, ass. I'm good. I'm good. That's what they don't tell you in them country songs. You have sex outside, mosquitoes will tear your ass up. No, that's why you have sex in the car. That's classy. I don't act like you haven't done it. We've done it. That's what I'm saying. In a blazer. Multiple times. We are too big to be fucking in we blazers. We are now. Ten years ago we weren't. We weren't that much bit smaller. Baby, I was a lot smaller ten years ago than I was than I am now. Not like a lot, lot, but you know, I'm definitely I was smaller. You definitely weren't any shorter. No. And neither was I. Yeah, I'm but saying. you're acting like we're fat. We're not fat. That's what I'm saying. Like, Don't talk about me like Even that. Even now, I have <clears throat> a hard time fucking in the back of a van. <laughs> am I as limber? Probably not. Maybe not. But you were trying to catch. You the- remember when you were trying to do a cartwheel in the front yard? I did a cartwheel yesterday. You're a liar. Uh, day before yesterday in their front room. Nobody saw it. Straight yeah, because it didn't happen. It 100% A cartwheel's the thing where you, like, not roll over. Yeah, you put your arm out and you do, like, a handstand. Okay, yeah. Sure did. Because Lee, Lee was doing it, and I said, you want to see me do a cartwheel? Maybe you would have hit the fan. No, I'm not eight feet tall. I swear, you can ask her. I did it right in the front room, and the only person that would have seen it was Chris. We would have heard you bonk, like, because no. your feet hit the ground, because you're so heavy-handed. The heavy-handed? Is that what you're going to go with? <laughs> you're so heavy, dude. There's so much weight in you the You stomp around the house. Come on, now. I do. It's you my breathe house. loud. You stomp hard. All I'm hearing is you say, you're awesome, you're dominant. <laughs> You're pretty much I mean, a force to be reckoned with. Amen. <laughs> gotta, That's what your Valentine's Day card said. Got a dick like a tree stump. I call you tripod, baby. No. I'm like a light switch. <laughs> Just flick it like... The one flat on the wall? Like... <laughs> Ooh, look at you. Now, what out. did I say yesterday about shriveled up? You oh, you were cooking that up, fajita meat. You know meat, what I'm saying. And you were looking at the onions, and I go... Oh, baby, that's just one of those onions. I said, I probably said, that's just one of them onions <laughs> that shrivels up. And then I go, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Shrinkage. Well, that shrivel really... up onions. Let me tell you something. Tell me, baby. As a man, mm-hmm. having a dick, sometimes it's pretty cool. Sometimes not so much. Why? It just is. Now it fucking it uh it ranges in, in sizes and shapes, so that uh <laughs> that can really can hurt or encourage your situation depending on what's going on. I will tell you, 
wintertime anywhere will definitely set your ego back a few notches because there is nothing more disheartening when you fucking when you try to pull it out and it's literally just a dickhead and like it doesn't come out any further like when it's in cold mode or fight mode like your dick will never be smaller or when you're trying to get a catheter I've had that happen they kind of know what's going on they're like don't hit me with that hmm um, I was just checking on this. You know, it's so stupid. People post stuff on this, like, Sherwood page or whatever, and um, they're just, people are just bitching. Okay, basically, it started out about... That's what everybody does anymore. I know, people just complain all the bitch. time. Yeah. They're, like, asking about how they can get something about a, a regular trash can. Can they buy another trash can and the city still pick it up? Mm-hmm. And they're like, then people are starting bitching about how their um, trash cans are all fucked up, you know, how they're beat all the hell. And I'm like, call the fucking city and get your trash can replaced. Right. That's what you pay. That's what you pay taxes for. And then people are like, well, you can get you can get another recycle bin, but they said it's going to be seventy nine dollars. And I finally just put on here, like after a long time of not making any comments, I go. We have an extra recycle bin from the city um, of Sherwood, and it is a $3 extra a month worth every penny. I, and then another comment. I was like, you just make sure you call the right people. They'll bring it to your house. Like, people were acting like it's this huge fucking deal to, to call somebody to get a new fucking trash can. Does nobody have anything better to do than bitch about a fucking trash can? <laughs> <clears throat> You're the Facebook Avenger. You're telling people to it's get their crazy. life one post at a time. It overwhelms me sometimes. I think that's why I get stuck. I'm definitely addicted to I my hope phone. to God this is a fake baby. This says, baby, baby, read the description. Oh, it does say reborn baby doll. I didn't see that part. Oh, weird. It's a baby doll that actually looks like a baby. Man, it's cr- it's creepy yeah. as hell, isn't it? It is pretty nice. That's a steamroller. Looking <laughs> at the baby though, and I just thought it just said newborn baby needs home. Extreme, extremely cute, loves to be cuddled. Do you think that's for like? I hate to get, take it to a dark. I don't want to take it to a dark place. So don't talk about it. Well, people who've had babies to pass away or something. Here's another one. Like, do you Look think at that one? That one looks like little Wayne. That one looks like it was hand painted or something. She, she, she looks rough. You should send me that. I need a screenshot. Baby. It looks like the cover. Baby. The cover of the car. <clears throat> the cover of a rolling stone. <laughs> Want to see my pictures on the cover, cover of a rolling stone? Want to buy five copies for my mother? On the cover of a rolling stone. Want to see my smile? Do you know that got them on the cover of the Rolling Stone? I know, right? Uh, Brian said that the other day when we were listening to that song. Delaney probably was like, Jesus Christ. Because Brian and I both were singing it. So I did a guest spot on that show. And uh, they released two episodes. Their second episode, they talked to the lead singer of Three Dog Night. Nice! Isn't that crazy? Nice! I only know a couple of their main songs, but uh, that's pretty cool to talk to an old ass rock band. Yeah, that is actually pretty awesome. Because really, it's just joy to the world. Like, Jeremiah was a bullfrog. Brown. That song. And then, one is the loneliest number. Yeah. Juan? 
is the loneliest number one is anyway a lot of apparently he did a memoir memoir an autobiography uh 20 years ago that he has repurposed a few times and is now re-releasing it with 20 years more worth of you know stories and shit like that but being, nice. a, being an old ass retired rock star has probably got to have some, some pretty crazy stories attached to it even if it is just Three Dog Night like it's not Motley Crue uh-huh. all things considered but I bet even uh, their level of rock stardom came with some pretty nutty stories anyway well it's getting late I guess we need to go to bed you can go to bed I'm gonna go watch the Olympics the Olympics? The Olympics? The Olympics. I got it. makes me want to make fun of people so bad because you're not... It's like America. People are just saying Olympics. Olympics. <laughs> you can go watch the Olympics. We have to keep an eye out for the Paralympics. Anyway. I know. I, th- I'm really interesting. <laughs> interesting. Interested. Goodness. So, be sure to check out the Olympics. This is nuts. I'm watching a thing on the Vape King these people have too much time in their hands. Yeah, man. They do tricks. That's called... That's the, crazy. That's called the lollipop dick. Anyway. Bye-bye, everybody. Say bye. goodbye. See your, you later. Talk at you later. Bye. All right. So, that was me and my wife. <laughs> Miss Big Booty. I love that woman. Got Valentine's Day coming up this week. I'm hoping to surprise her. I'm going to take the day off. Well, half a day. She doesn't know that, so shh, don't say anything. (laughs) I don't know, man. Maybe make a dinner. I didn't get a lot of of presents or celebrations for birthdays and Christmas and stuff as a kid. So as an adult, sometimes I have a real hard time with uh you know getting excited or participating in holidays or traditions where you're supposed to buy gifts and cards i mean i want to do it and right now we're on a real tight budget so it's not like i can sneak anything past her but she's always you know she wants more romantic thing put a little thought into it and i'm like i don't i don't really understand what you know what that is about like, what's the big fucking deal? <laughs> mm. It's just part of that that low rate life, I guess. <laughs> you forget about things like that. I was talking about how I always shared my birthday with Easter. It was kind of a thing. Very rarely did I get a party specifically for me or specifically on my birthday. It was usually just Easter. We'd have an Easter egg hunt and shit, and I'd have to eat bunny cake. I remember one time somebody made me a cake, and it was covered in coconut. And as a kid, I really could not stand coconut. And maybe that's a bratty thing to say, but it's like, if you make a fucking cake for me, you know, it's, you might as well smear dog shit on it. Like, I didn't, it's not something that I enjoy. <laughs> so, yeah, as a kid, it was a lot of, uh, either birthdays on Easter or on Easter with a bunch of other April birthdays. So 
I don't really see the the connection with extravagant gifts and big to-dos about birthdays or anniversaries or shit like that. But I'm trying to get better. I need to work on it. I think it's important. It's just to show you care. You know, it's nice to know. It's crazy, man. I read uh, a thing earlier this week that said that I guess Quincy Jones did an interview, talked about all kinds of crazy shit and something related to, I guess, Richard Pryor's ex-wife, widow wife, about how he had slept with Marlon Brando back in the day. I found that kind of interesting. I never thought that, you know, Richard Pryor would be a dude that would get down that way, but as his wife put it it was a different time and you know the drugs they were on then were just specifically for fucking so people would just fuck anybody fuck here fuck there fuck around everywhere meow 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 quaaludes and I heard rumors about Marlon Brando anyway I heard that even when he was big fat he loved fucking and he would eat grapes that was like his thing he would just always had grapes in the fridge and that was his his fuck snack. Anytime he wanted to throw down, he would just chomp on grapes while he was fucking around. That's kind of funny. <laughs> but yeah, Richard Pryor, man, turns out maybe he was uh, fiddling fiddling with a dick or two himself. That's crazy. I always wondered, you know, because I think Paul Mooney now has openly, uh, you know, come out, and that's cool. I dig it. I always wondered if they ever had any kind of tension or thing between them because they seemed like they really were close. So I wonder if throughout the years, if that ever developed in anything or, you know, fell apart their relationship. I don't know. I guess it's all about perspective. And it's crazy when you hear something like that that kind of doesn't make you think any different. It just changes your perspective. Like, oh, he had other stuff going on in his mind. I think Richard Pryor is arguably one of the best comedians of all time. And it's not like that's a secret. I think a lot of people would agree or at least put him top five, top three, kind of have to. It's just interesting. I don't know if anything else crazy happened this week. I did see something earlier that was kind of morbid that maybe it's just weird in my brain. I saw a car and... I think it's weird to have memorial stickers on your car, especially if it's for something that's painful. Like I understand having a memorial sticker on your car for your grandfather who maybe died at 70 something and you want to honor him in whatever. But, you know, I saw one the other day. It had a sticker on either side of the windshield. One was like a kid's name, like Dylan or some shit like that. And the other side said Grammy. And I was like, oh, that's sad. Then I noticed that the end date on both were the same. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, I have a feeling that Grammy and the kid probably died in the same situation. So that made me pretty sad. I was like, why would you put that on your fucking car? Like not only are you going to see it every time you drive your car, but you kind of opening yourself up to conversation. Like if I'm seeing that, 
I'm not going to say anything, but I'm assuming it's going to come up in a conversation. That's a pretty heavy piece of fucking information. Like, oh, by the way, <laughs> I've got this sticker. I have a cousin that drowned in a quarry mine pool. Like he jumped off a cliff and they never found his body. And uh, my aunt put a decal on her window that has his name and his, you know, his dates. And it says, drowned but never found. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and on that sad, somber ass note, guys, I'm going to try to uh, get it together. It's been, uh, it's been almost a year. There's no excuse. I should know better than to just be flippant about scheduling, but, uh, I'm going to go ahead on and try to get some stuff lined up, but y'all have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy yourself. Come back next week for another rousing episode of the Po boys podcast. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Bye. She cursed the thought Cause when I spit the first The shit gets worse The worst is just sauce If I can fit the words This picture perfect Works every time Every verse Every line A simple as nursery rhymes It's elementary The elephants have entered the room I venture to say With the center of attention It's true Not to mention back With the vengeance So hence the signal Of the bat symbol The platinum trills Back on you hoes So crack a bottle Let your body waddle Don't act like a snobby model You just hit the lotto Bitches hoppin' in my Tahoe Got one riding shotgun and no not one of them got clothes Now where's the rubbers? Who got the rubbers? I noticed there's so many of them in this building Now they many of us And ladies love us My posse's kicking up dust It's on to the break of dawn and we're starting this party from dust Ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen Dr. Dre they see that low rider go by, they like, oh my. You ain't got to tell me why you're sick, cause I know why. I dip through in that six tray, like sick of Dre. I'm a niche that they can't scratch, they sick of me. 
But hey, what else can I say? I love LA. Cause over and above all, it's just another day. And this one begins where the last one ends. Pick up where we left off and get smashed again. I'll be damned. Just fucked around and crashed my pins. Driving around with a smashed front end. Let's cash that one in. Grab another one from out the stable. The Monte Carlo, El Camino, or the El Dorado. The hell if I know, do I want leather seats or vinyl? Decisions, decisions. Garage looks like precision collision. Omeko, beats quake like Waco. Just keep the bass low, speakers away from your face though. Face so crack a bottle, let your body waddle. Don't act like a snobby model, you just hit the lotto. Uh-oh, uh-oh, bitches hopping in my Tahoe. Got one riding shotgun and no, not one of them got clothes. Now where's the rubbers? Who's got the rubbers? I noticed there's so many of them in this feeling Now there's many of us, and ladies love us. My posse's kicking up dust. It's on to the break of dawn, and we're starting this party from dust. And I take great pleasure in introducing 50 Cent. This bottle after bottle. The money ain't a thing when you party with me. It's what we into. It's simple. We ball out of control like you wouldn't believe From the napalm, the bomb, the dawn I'm King Kong, get rolled on Wrapped up and rained on I'm so calm through Vietnam Bring the alarm, bring the Chandon Burn marijuana, do what you want Nigga, own and own To the brick of wood, get the paper Man, I'm taking, you know I don't give a fuck I spin it like it don't mean nothing Blow it like it's supposed to be blown Motherfucker, I'm grown I stunt, I stare, I flash the shit uh-huh. I guess what the fuck I want, so what I trick yeah. Badass, Birkin bash, classy shit Jimmy uh-huh. Choo shoes, uh-huh. I say move a bitch move so crack a bottle, let your body waddle Don't act like a snobby model, you just hit the lotto Uh-oh, uh-oh, bitches hopping in my Tahoe Got one riding shotgun and no, not one of them got clothes Now where's the rubbers? Who's got the rubbers? I noticed there's so many of them in this feeling Now there's many of us, and ladies love us My posse's kicking up dust It's on to the break of dawn and we're starting this party from dust 